okay, now how do I see productive time with work and productive time with my kids? Well, it becomes kind of putting borders or edges around those times and knowing that when you're with your work, if you can be really focused and intentional there and get that done, then it frees up that time to be really focused and intentional with your kids. And that's productive time as well. Welcome to the Homeschool CEO Podcast, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs who want to successfully homeschool their kids while running a profitable business. In this podcast, we'll reveal the truth of what it really looks like behind the scenes of an entrepreneur who homeschools and how to make it all work. If you're an entrepreneur who currently homeschools or you want to start, you are in the right place, my friend. With 16 years experience combining entrepreneurship with homeschooling, I'm your host, Jen Myers, and this is the Homeschool CEO Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Homeschool CEO Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate meeting with you each and every week. And if you have ever battled the mom guilt monster, today's episode is for you. Because let's be real, when we are integrating our entire lives from motherhood to entrepreneurship to homeschooling, Sometimes it can be frustrating and overwhelming, and the mom guilt might start to set in. But today's podcast guest is Tracy Morgan, and she helps purpose-driven mamas just like you cut through the daily clutter, focus on the essential, and make steady progress towards better days and bigger dreams. So, Let's talk about mom guilt and how we can focus on really what matters to us. Let's get started. All right. Good morning, Tracy. Welcome to the show this morning. Oh, it's so good to be here. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you here. We're going to talk about time management and the infamous mom guilt that all of us as homeschool CEOs, let's be real, I think all of us as moms in general, whether we're running a business or not, deal with it. And I'm excited to have you here today. Well, it is so good to be here. And I love this topic. I think it is so important. Awesome. Tracy, can you introduce yourself to our audience? Tell us a little bit more about you, your family, your business, and how you help our moms. Yeah, for sure. So I'm a productivity consultant or a, and a behavior change coach. Um, and my background actually is I was a corporate girl and I started a business since then. But when I was working corporate, uh, you know, doing large scale transformation projects and uh, process improvement, productivity, and, uh, and I was kind of down that consulting path and I got, we got pregnant with our first and I was actually on a contract in Canada and my husband was in the U.S. and it came time to have our kids. So I had to fly back because I couldn't fly anymore. <laughs> so we ended the contract, obvious. And I came back and, you know, I always had this vision of, you know, I'll get the kids settled and then I'll go back out and kind of do the consulting uh, gig thing and uh, on the road and, and kind of continue on. And uh, what ended up happening was we had our baby early, about seven weeks early. So we were in, ended up in NICU and this is, you know, I thought I had time to prepare and everything. And it, it just kind of rocked my world. It kind of really threw me. 
And what ended up happening is uh, I was like, you know, the life that I had planned for myself no longer synced with who I was becoming as a mom. And it was so clear one day for me, uh, driving into NICNU, there was actually, believe it or not, there was a flood and there was water that was starting to kind of rise up on the road as I was driving and they hadn't, the levee broke in our town and they hadn't caught it. And, uh, and so I was, I think probably like one of the last cars through and the water was flowing over. And in my mind, it was just this like pivotal moment of there is nothing that is going to keep me between my baby and me. Like there's nothing that's going to get in the way. And I think that was just kind of a light bulb moment for me. So <laughs> we dropped the consulting, uh, corporate consulting part. And I went back in and I was like, you know what? I applied all of my knowledge from productivity, from process improvement and setting up businesses and behavior change and completely revamped our life using kind of those skills. And I was like, this is really valuable. I am sure I am not the only one going through this. And it was quite a journey. And so that's now kind of what I do is I help moms kind of focusing on the essential, you know, connect with what's the most important so that they can make steady progress towards better days and bigger dreams. So that's kind of my backstory. That's amazing. And what you just said is so powerful. And it really speaks to our homeschool CEO community, because when we take that corporate CEO mindset and start applying it to our entire lives, including our homeschool, it's amazing how much more productive and efficient we can be and to be able to really focus on what matters. So I love that you took your background and all of the skills that you learned in corporate America and then applied it on the home front. Yes, exactly. It's so powerful because that's really where homeschool CEO started too. After years of struggling, I was like, wait a minute, I can run a, I can run a kick-ass business. I can manage million dollar projects, but I couldn't figure out how do I, how do I homeschool and do all of these things at the same time until I started realizing it was a CEO mentality for everything in my life. Absolutely. And that's a transition, isn't it? Like you, you go through that process and learn it and kind of connect in with it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now I know a big thing that you do is really helping moms focus on what matters and that like that 20% that really moves that 80% of that needle forward. But I find what happens so often, especially for our homeschool CEOs, because we are running highly successful businesses and homeschooling is that we end up kind of spinning our wheels sometimes. And there's a lot of frustration and overwhelm and ultimately what that leads to, or maybe it's just a circle is the mom guilt. So can you talk a little bit more on how you see that's affecting moms, especially that are running businesses and homeschooling and what we can do about that? Absolutely. And, you know, what I find is kind of, you know, three big, I guess, root issues um, that I keep coming across. And those are kind of the themes and the trends as I work with um, kind of purpose-driven moms um, that are really trying to get their business up and going. And you know, build their family, how they envision. And that's that overwhelm you talk about, that mom guilt, and then really be able to maintain that focus and kind of manage those distractions. And those things are, you know, everyone experiences that. But I think on a more personal level, us as moms, we have it more so. There's, you know, we connecting with more of the responsibilities and those hats kind of weigh heavy on our head. 
And so where I like to start is um, with the mom guilt part is really reframing. And, you know, there's always a mindset piece to kind of every step that we take, right? And that's kind of part of that evolution. And it's kind of what I talk about in my story about that resyncing is about, you know, really connecting in and seeing how how I see things maybe isn't working for me and what I can do to resync. So that's kind of where I talk about that. And one of the principles that I really lay heavy on is a values-based productivity. So especially with that mom guilt, right? Uh, and it's resyncing how we see productivity and productivity in, in terms of like, you know, it's the ratio of input to output, you know, not to get technical on that side, but really producing a high value or quality output or experience that's in line with our goals, our values, right? And so if you think about what we do as moms and as parents, along with our business, and you start to see the value of what we're creating in our homes, and, you know, the children that we want to raise, and you know, the type of people we want them to become and the characters we're instilling and all of that, there is a value in that. And we can deem that time that we put into that as productive time in terms of we, you know, when we step in and we be intentional and we be present and we really pull the value out of the experiences that we're having with our kids, that's productive time. And it's related to a value. And so if you can, you know, you want to do that. And at the same time, you have this work. And so that reframing then becomes a, okay, now how do I see productive time with work and productive time with my kids? Well, it becomes kind of putting borders or edges around those times. And knowing that when you're with your work, if you can be really focused and intentional there and get that done, then it frees up that time to be really focused and intentional with your kids. And that's productive time as well. And so you don't have to, you know, it's that that conundrum where we're in work and we always want to be with our kids. And then we're with our kids and we always feel like we should be more productive. Well, reframe values-based productivity and put edges around those time and know that when you're in each of those times, that is exactly what you're supposed to be doing and they work together. There's an, a coherence be, between them and that's what you want to integrate into your life. Oh, that is powerful. That's something too that we talk about in the homeschool CEO community is that idea multitasking means you're really not doing either activity well. Yeah. And I think that contributes to the mom guilt. Like you said, if we're intentional and we're focused and we know this is what we need to be doing right now, that helps alleviate and reframe that entire mom guilt. That is really, really good. So why do you feel like it is so important that we draw that connection, that we start with the reframing and understanding how we see productivity and time management differently? Uh, you know what, I think there's a starting point, there's a kind of an entry point here. And when we look at productivity is it's not just about kind of that output and being focused and kind of stepping into your work. It's also about that input of how much energy are you putting out to actually accomplish something, you know, and that time management, time management, um, a big part of that time management is actually about managing ourselves. 
not necessarily managing our time. And so I'd like to really back it up. And I think that the conversation is really important about kind of what are you valuing? What is important to you that you want to get out? And what is in your day? Like, does your day represent what is most important to you? Because if it doesn't, then what happens is things are drawing your attention that aren't as important. And it takes away from the things that are. And so it's like that whole adage of, you know, you say no, what you say no to creates the space and the opportunity to say yes to the things that are more important. And so I like to back it up and really start the conversation about what are you bringing in to your day? And if you can cut some of that down, then you create the space to be more productive and prolifically productive in your life from a values perspective. So with your family and with your work, but it's, it goes back to that root cause. And I think that that's kind of a key undertone is really uh, assessing or taking a look at where the issues are. Like if you're overwhelmed and you have all of the things that you're trying to do at the same time, well, how can we focus in and each season will have you focus on something different. And that's okay. If you're more focused on your family and setting up your homeschool and getting that going right now, that's what you're meant to do right now. And that's your you know, that's the season of your life. And those ebbs and flows, it's not a balance thing. It's an integration for what fits with you. And it's, it goes back to connecting with who are you? Who are you becoming? What do you want for your life? What's your, that vision for yourself? Who do you envision in those roles? And why is that important? And how do you bring that into your day? And that's okay. That will evolve and change, but it's constantly going back to look at what what are the answers to those questions and am I on track? And that's that rethinking piece. Oh, so good. And that's really in line with our core values here with Homeschool CEO. We really operate from a be, do, have model. Like who do we want to be is so much more important than the skills that our kids have or our goals. And, you know, and it's because traditional education really flips it backwards. You know, they teach from a have, uh, do, be, you know, they teach the skills, what they need to have, and then they figure out what tasks to do so that they have the skills so that they can be a good student or a, you know, good member of society. And we just, in Homeschool CEO, we flip it backwards because like you said, who we are being intentional, who our children are being is so much more important than that, all the stuff, doing all the things, all the busy work, Right. A hundred percent. And that's kind of one of my key teachings when I start on kind of that conversation of what do you bring into your day? It starts by looking at kind of the roles that you're playing. So for example, as an parent, it starts, who am I? Who do I want to be? What, you know, what do I envision for myself in that role? A calm, respectful parent, like that's who I want to be. And then it becomes, well, why is that important to me? You know, what values do I bring into that? And if you can really connect into that, well, that's an intrinsic motivation that's really going to drive you forward. And not only that, but it's a connecting into your life. It makes sense to you. And you feel kind of more you know, in, incongruent or co- coherent in your life in terms of this is what I'm supposed to be doing now. And that connection is completely linked, even in kind of a lot of the research out there of a more fulfilling and meaningful life, right? So there's a lot of joy and happiness that comes from really knowing why it might not, it might be hard, but if it's what you're meant to be doing and you're really connected in with it, then the emotional part in 
what you're supposed to be doing, that part's easy, that comes easier. But those two things are key. And then you decide, what are the actions I need to do this week to bring that into my day? And that's a starting point. So like from a parenting perspective, calm, respectful parenting, that's who I want to be. Why is that important? I think it builds resilient children and the qualities and the characteristics and the character I want to see in my children for them to be able to thrive. What do I need to do in my day? I need to make sure that I am connecting with them on their level. I do 10 minutes of special time, like very simple, practical things that I bring into my day. Before I sit down for a work block, I make sure I spend 10 minutes connecting in. Now, these aren't things I'm not saying you need to do this, but the idea is that you connect who you are, why it's important, and how you bring it into your day. So yes, that be, do, have model, amazing. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. When I, it was so crazy when we first started homeschool CEO, I was reading a business book because I I would much rather like in our community, we're very open. We would much rather read a business book any day of the week over a homeschooling book. That's who we are. That's what sets us apart. And we are unapologetic for that. But when I started to really understand the be, do, have model, it was something that I always, I always taught from. It was innate to me. I just didn't have the label. And then when I realized that the majority of the world teaches that backwards, and I'm like, well, no wonder they're not getting results. You know, I would much rather my child have direction and discipline, like internal and intrinsic motivation and be that person and be motivated than be able to, you know, copy 14 hours of busy work, you know, things like that. And as adults, that has served them very, very well, because I've seen who they operate, who they are, is where everything else flows from. Absolutely. And, you know, the most successful, highly effective people out there are ones that operate from a lens of, you know, why is this important? Why does this matter to me? And they cut out the things that aren't. And the amazing thing is, is, you know, for that overwhelm or that busyness cycle, if you connect in with what's more important, what's most important, what you value most, what matters in your day, and you bring that into your day, the unimportant starts to slide off your plate. You don't give it the attention because you're focused in and you're connected, like deeply connected to kind of those more critical or essential things, I call them your essential list, right? You're connected in with your essential list. And the unimportant falls off your plate a little bit easier, it does it, it still takes work, but you're not as connected to it. Space opens up in your day. And then that allows you to double down on the things that are most important. And that, that is like saying no means that you get to do more of what matters. So that's, yeah, for sure. I think it's key in business and in life because that's what helps you kind of build those connections. And for kids, that that will drive them and move them forward. And they'll be able to kind of navigate the world and really develop and excel because yeah, like they do have that intrinsic motivation and they are connected and there is a sense of meaning and purpose and they know where they, that fits for them. And that's from a resilience perspective, that's huge. That's huge, especially in today's world and today's marketplace, you know, what is the statistic? 80% of the jobs that our children will fulfill haven't even been created yet. So it is so much more important that we're teaching them to be out of the box thinkers and creative and resilient and all of those things more than the skills right now. I love it for sure. Yeah. Welcome to the homeschool CEO world. We're super different over here. <laughs> and we embrace our, our innovative obstinance. I don't know what else to call it. You know, yeah. like we just do things differently. Okay. Now I know you already 
touched on it, but can we touch on it one more time? Because I think it's so important for our moms to understand why it's important to who they are to understand this and how that affects their children. Mm -hmm. We're not just getting our stuff together. We're not just changing who we are because it makes our lives happier or easier or less stress-free. How does that impact children? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and really that intention and that vision, right? And if you look, I mean, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. (laughs) I guess that would be the saying there. And really, you know, from a CEO mindset, we're constantly looking at growth, right? And evolving ourselves. And there's a lot of joy and satisfaction that comes from that, right? And that meaning and really having, you know, fulfilling purposeful lives. And, you know, for us to model that, uh, and really kind of set that down is for our kids to see that and understand that. And it's not just for them seeing it, they're experiencing it themselves, right? And so, you know, to be able to look at, you know, what is most important or what matters most and be able to let go of some of the things that they might be bombarded with in their daily lives. And we're in a time like unprecedented, not everything, you know, notwithstanding everything else that's going on right now, but the amount of choice that we have, we've never had this amount of choice in our lives before any other period in history. And we are, we need to have the skills that help us to be more discerning with our time and what we choose, because things are constantly coming at us and we don't even know it right from social media, from kind of, um, all the other media outlets, everything else that's coming and resources that you have at your fingertips, you can know anything or everything that you want. And so we need to put the skills in place for ourselves and our kids to be able to weed through and make decisions and not get overwhelmed with the plethora of choice that we have, because that can be very, um, limiting and it's like that analysis or paralysis by analysis where we get sucked in and we 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 don't know what to do and people start making choices for us and that's a very scary thing especially as children as you're very influential as you're going through so to be able to teach them that skill of being discerning with their time and what is important to them and connecting in with you know who they are and to know that that can develop that kind of growth minded you know, strategy of having a growth mindset, but that they can develop and evolve over time and they get to choose and skills that are associated with how they set that up and what they value and what's important and the choices that they make in their day and that it's okay to say no to something. And it's not that fear of missing out, right? That it's the joy of the joy of missing out, right? Is to coin that phrase of really connecting in with what they do get from it. And I think that that comes from us modeling that in our day, but also, you know, being intentional about how we kind of bring those lessons home. And that is going to be so key for them moving forward. So, so key. And for us as well to be effective. Yeah, that, that's such great advice because I just, I think it's so important that we empower our moms to take control of where they are, who they want to be, because like you said, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And we're impacting not just ourselves, but future generations, our kids, our grandkids, our great, like it just keeps trickling down. All right. So 
if you could leave our audience with just one word of advice from all of the business moms that you've worked with over the years, what would you tell them? Um, I would go back to kind of that essentialist, especially when you're overwhelmed and just start to train that as a habit of really questioning, you know, what the value is in what you're doing and really connecting in more with that in a business. Like, is this the highest value thing that I can be doing? Same with your family. Uh, Is this, am I stepping in and am I present? Am I kind of getting the value out of an experience? And one way I like to say that to make it actionable is start small and focus on the essential. So ask yourself, what did I underinvest in last week? And what is one action that I can do this week to bring more attention to that? And that just starts that thinking process. And I think that thinking process will feed itself. And if you can find one action that you want to invest more in because it's essential, then there you go. That's a starting point. So good. All right, Tracy, tell our audience where they can connect with you online. Great. Yeah, you can find me at tracylynnmorgan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-L-Y-N-N morgan.com. And yeah, just connect in with me if you want to go deeper dive into this. And uh, I have an essentialist resource as well on there. If you just want a little bit of help kind of weeding through and kind of finding that top 20% for you and getting through some of that overwhelm. Awesome. And we'll be sure to link everything up in the show notes as well. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. This has been a blast. Oh, I love it. I love the conversation that you have on your podcast, Jen. It's fantastic. All right. Thank you. Tracy brought us so much goodness in today's episode. But ladies, she has so much more to share. The thing is, I realize as busy homeschool CEOs, we do not have time to listen to two hours of any podcast episode. Am I right or am I right? That's why I invited Tracy back for part two. Next week, join us again as Tracy breaks down practical tips on exactly how to get more done in less time. Spoiler alert, next week's recording is a little different because we are joined by the entire Homeschool CEO Society. Yes, I actually invited Tracy to join us in the society to share all of her practical tips on how we as homeschool CEOs can get more done in less time. So not only can we be more productive, but we can also ditch mom guilt and focus on what really matters when it matters. So join Tracy, me, and the Homeschool CEO Society members next week, right here, same time, same place. See you then. Hey friend, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I really appreciate it. And for more information on connecting with other homeschool CEOs just like you, be sure to check out our website at www.homeschoolceo.com. And as always, Team Homeschool CEO, you ladies inspire me. Thank you for always showing others what is possible. You guys are awesome. See you next week.